Well, welcome back, friends. And uh, joining us now with his senior spirituality segment is our dear friend from the Diocese of Camden, Deacon Anthony Seo. Deacon, welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much. It is such a pleasure to be here to see both of you today. I yes. am so I'm so blessed to be with both of you. Thank you very much for <laughs> oh having me. Oh my God! So I'm glad to finally meet you in person. I always hear the voice, but um, never really got to meet you. And and now I'm I'm wondering why senior. You don't look like a senior. So I actually just turned sixty-seven. So I'm I'm getting there, and uh, for those of you who hear my voice now, you you have not met me. So did you expect someone tall and with lots of hair? Because what you got <laughs> is someone short and with no hair. <laughs> that's the beauty. That's the beauty of radio. That's, that's right. We that's all have exactly right. So so let's just say that I didn't just say that. So all of the listeners out there can think that I'm very tall and with lots of hair. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. that's right. Unfortunately, now we put we do put pictures out on the on the internet and everything. So we, they Everybody know what a handsome see. man you are. Oh, that's boy, right. you're too kind. Yeah, I think well, you need to get a confession for that. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, happy Advent. We're happy to have you here. Uh, and uh, so what do you have in store for us today? Normally, I don't put a title on my talks because there are things that go in a lot of different directions. But if I had to place a title on what I'm going to speak about today, mm-hmm. it would be letting everyone understand that the work of Jesus, the work that Jesus calls us to do, does not stop because we're seniors. As a matter of fact, we have a challenge, and the challenge is that we really need to even work harder as seniors. So just because you've retired from your secular work, just because you can relax a little bit more, mm. doesn't mean you've retired from the important things that God calls us to do. Because God calls us, Jesus calls us, the Holy Spirit calls us to share our faith with others. Mm-hmm. We have to do it. It's not one of those things that we say, you know what, I feel like doing it. We're called to do it. Mm. It's a demand. Mm. So let me put that in perspective for everyone if I can. We know that we're told that we're to love God and we're to love our neighbors. We're to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Then we're also told that we need to go out and teach all nations, baptizing them and teaching them everything their Father has taught us. St. Paul really puts kind of an exclamation point on that mm-hmm. because he says to us, woe to me if I do not teach the gospel. So again, it's not just a matter of, you know what, I'll do it when I can. No, we need to do it. So with that understanding in mind, with the understanding that as seniors, our need to bring our faith to others doesn't stop. It really gets stronger. Just recently, the bishops of the United States got together. And they got together and they talked about what the priorities were going to be for the coming year. They elected a new head of the U.S. Uh, Conference of Catholic Bishops, and it's uh, Archbishop Gomez, and I believe from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And here's what he said. Top priority for the bishops is evangelization. Wow. Mm-hmm. For him to say, of all the things that we need to be concerned with, top priority for the bishops is evangelization. And if it's a bishop's priority, it certainly is our priority mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So it's sharing our faith with others. And again, we Catholics don't really like to do that all that much. Okay, we'll talk about restaurants and we'll talk about movies mm-hmm. and we'll talk about all these other things that are so important to us. But when someone says, tell me about your faith, we go, mm-hmm. okay. And what you can't see is I just kind of locked up my lips mm-hmm. because we don't want to talk about it. 
well seeing yours. I've got news for you. It's easier for us to talk about it because people kind of let us say what we want to say. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, many times people will say, "You know what? I'm not going to. I'm not going to get involved in an argument there. Let me listen because uh, there there is some wisdom that mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. and that's the state that we're in. That's the place mm-hmm. that we're in. So as seniors, we have this challenge. We need to share our faith. Why is it so important? Well, you know, you guys have probably seen or heard the statistics about the number of people there are in the United States who are now categorized as nuns, Mm -hmm. N-O-N-E-S. Those people who, when asked, what is your faith? They will check off the box that says none. What Mm. is your religious affiliation? They check off the box that says none. The number is growing and growing, right? Yes. It's a concern. Oh, indeed. It's a concern for a lot of reasons, but it's a concern because we have young people who have such need for the faith, and yet secular society just moves them in such a wrong direction. It's a shame. Mm -hmm. It is. So it's not just the role of the bishops to put evangelization as number one priority. It's not just the role of young people to put evangelization on the right. It's the role of the people who are listening, who are seniors, like myself, mm-hmm. who have some knowledge to share. Mm-hmm. And it's our role to share our faith, and we need to do it, and we need to do it very, very strongly. At this particular conference of, of uh, Catholic bishops recently, we also heard from Bishop Barron. And Bishop Barron, who's just an amazing, amazing man, um, Bishop Barron says that there are five things that we could be doing to help bring the nuns back into the church. Mm -hmm. And when you read them, it talks about young people, young people, young people. And I looked and I said, well, you know what? That's true. But if we just change the word from young person to senior or Mm -hmm. older person or any age Mm -hmm. person, all these things still apply to any single one of us who can share our faith with others. Any age. Any age at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to share with you what those uh, five things are that Bishop Barron said that we should be doing. Absolutely. See how they resonate with us. And I want everyone to get out their pen and paper because there's going to be a quiz. (laughs) There's going to be a quiz. Uh, Oh, jeez. Now now, now I'm shaking. (laughs) (laughs) But this is of utmost priority. And so I'm I'm going to, on that point there, I'm going to say, Deacon, let's not rush through. And if we do need to, uh, let's maybe continue next month with it if we don't get through it today. That is a great idea Mm -hmm. because I do think that this is is a topic. Right. very important. Kind of have, have a little more conversation. Right. And if I can say how timely it is, because Advent, many of the churches, many of the Catholic periodicals or Facebook is, you know, come back to church, return home. Advent is that season of hope, mm-hmm. that season of invitation. Yeah. Come with me. We're having an Advent prayer service. Mm-hmm. Come with me. We're having lessons and carols. Oh, what is that? Well, just come. You don't have to go directly to the Gregorian Mass or something. Right, right, right. You know, there's a lot of opportunity to come. There's confession. There's, you know, parish missions. So it, there is a lot of opportunity to invite somebody during the season as they get excited for Christmas, maybe like the the picking is ripe, yes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I think your point is so well taken. And as we hear these things, we could put them in that context. How do we integrate these five things in things that we're doing for Advent or things mm-hmm. that we'll do for Lent or mm-hmm. things that we'll do in mm-hmm. ordinary time? How do we create this focus mm-hmm. that we can on evangelization, mm-hmm. sharing our faith with others? I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. First thing he mentions, Mm -hmm. He says, we recommend that people 
become more involved in the work of justice. Justice resonates with young people, mm-hmm. okay, very, very much. It resonates with young people. W- one of the reasons they say that the people leave the church, at least young people, they say, I never saw the face of Christ in other people. Mm-hmm. I hear you tell me, I hear you flapping your lips about what we should be doing, mm-hmm. but I've not seen the face of Christ. I've not seen it in your actions. Um, I, read, I read a quote recently, and it was great. It said, um, your actions are speaking so loudly that I can't hear your words. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do we then show people our church in action? Mm-hmm. Our church in action helping other people. Those words social justice, it, you know, it, it, it takes on so many connotations, but let's just look at it from the standpoint, how do we help other people? Mm-hmm. How do we help those people that are in need? So when we say that this is a good way for us to get young people to, to, to know about the church, who better than to teach young people about service than those of us who are older, mm-hmm. okay, who have had struggles in life, and we could talk about how the church came to our aid, mm-hmm. who have had difficulties, and we could talk about how the church pulls us out of those difficulties. Mm-hmm. We could talk to them about how they can go out and help others, help the homeless, help those who are in need, help women who are having difficulties. We stand to be able to bring so much information to others. So how do we address it? Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at our parishes and let's see what they're doing to help others. Mm-hmm. Let's get involved. Mm-hmm. Or let's see what they're not doing to help others, okay? And knock on the pastor's door and say, <laughs> and not say, pastor, here's what I think you should do. Knock on the pastor's door and say, pastor, here's something I noticed we could be doing. Mm-hmm. And here's how I would like to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Here's how I like to like to organize it. Here's how I like to plan it. You have nothing, you have so many other things to do, pastor. Mm-hmm. Let me work as your hands and feet in getting this done. Right. Right. What right. pastor is going to say no to that? <laughs> right. right. As long as someone else is going to exactly. do the groundwork. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest struggles we have is that people do that, right? And yes. People come and say, "Here's what I think you should do. Right. You need to be doing this. That's right. exactly. Yeah. Right. That's like when I was, I was thinking whenever I hear that is when when the uh, the apostles say to the Lord with all the with the five thousand, they have nothing to eat. You give them something to eat. Right. You right. do it. <laughs> that's exactly right. right. He turns it right back. That's on right. That. Yeah. And that's and that's what. You know, unfortunately, sometimes uh, our, our parish leadership doesn't want to do that because they think it's harsh, mm-hmm. but it really isn't. Yeah, Jesus did it. Well, it was good enough for Jesus, yeah, yeah. good enough for us, right? <laughs> commission them to go out and do it. That's, <laughs> That's right. right. I commission right. you. That's you right. Those are some things then that we could be doing. So it's a matter of looking at what's happening right now, get involved in it, show your talents with it. Or look at what's not happening and say, here's what I could do to start that, to make that work. So I think that's a, that's a great one. It will help us help the church mm-hmm. to bring those nuns back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like this one so much. Next one he says is, to bring back people to the church, we need to focus and lead with beauty. Mm-hmm. And that sounds so abstract, right? It sounds yeah. so abstract. Mm-hmm. Here's what he's talking about. Look at the beauty of the Catholic church. Look at the beauty of the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. First, look at our architecture. My gosh, our architecture is beautiful. How do we explain and bring young people to look at our architecture and see how it honors God? Mm-hmm. And that's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, our music, yeah? whether it be traditional Christian music or young contemporary Christian music, 
How do we bring people to see the beauty of that music and the message that it brings us to? How do we bring people to see the beauty of what it looks like when we help someone? The last thing we were talking about, but when we help someone, mm-hmm. we are seeing the beauty of God's work with other people. So it becomes a challenge and a task to devote ourselves to looking at what is the beauty of the Catholic Church and how can we bring people to that beauty? Mm-hmm. We bring to the beauty of the teaching, the beauty of the architecture, the beauty of the good works that we do, the beauty of the music, mm-hmm. the beauty of everything that is Catholic. If we're able to do that, we're able to show people, again, not the words, not flapping the lips, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're able to show people the beauty that comes in our Catholic faith. That's the second one. So the first one we had was getting people involved in social justice and helping other people, Mm -hmm. and then showing others the beauty of the Catholic faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe if we, can we maybe pause there and continue with the other three next month? I'm just going to kind of wrap up these the, 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 today's segment, and then we'll you know we're a little out of time, time unfortunately for this segment. So maybe just going to wrap this up, and then we'll continue next month with the with the remaining three. About I that. think that is absolutely fantastic. That's Plus, wonderful. it gives me the opportunity to definitely come back in, that's, see your smiling faces, that's, and, that's and, right. and be able to speak to, speak to your But you know, as you're saying that, and, and we're talking about people who um, go to the pastor and say, "This is this is some things we could we could be doing." I have volunteers here at the Apostolate and, and uh, retired women, young retired women, I mean, you know, who are always looking, they say, give me yeah, something to do. Right. I want to do something. I'm not working anymore. I have all this time on my hand. I want something to do. It's not like the old days where you retire and you just kind of fade away into That's the right. sunset. Mm-hmm. People are still active and want to remain active. Mm-hmm. They're, young, they're young mentally. Mm-hmm. They're vibrant physically. Right. Okay, in many cases. Right. And yes, yes, give those talents. It's, it's really true. And I think that one of the best things our church can do is just make sure that we say to people, come come and bring your talent. Right. We'll, fi- we'll figure out how to use it. Just, right. just come. Because right, right. yeah. I'll be 65 uh, in a few weeks, and I'm, I'm thinking, I remember when my dad turned 65. That was it. He stopped working. And, <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to do I have plenty more to do, and I can still right. do it, so I'm not going to go anywhere. Right. You know, it's, we want to keep moving forward. Different time. I, I don't, you know, they're at the gym, and people yeah. are really eating healthy. Or yeah. Is it... You know, it just just seems like we are living longer and healthier and and want to remain more active. I think back to my parents, too. They really didn't volunteer anywhere and get involved in the church. I mean, mm-hmm. they would go to church, but then they would see everybody next Sunday. And I see my church where I work every day, morning, noon, and night. There are people there, and they're busy about, mm-hmm. like, look busy. God's watching, That's you right. know, but <laughs> they're doing so many wonderful things. And we just had um, a little bit of a service in the parish and it wasn't signing on the dotted line it wasn't a commitment form but where is your area of experience what do you think God has Mm -hmm. given you as a charism as a gift as a talent what do you do and just to get people thinking about well I'm really good at accounting and bookkeeping or whatever it might be and then the next step eventually we're going to say is there something you feel like you could share your years of wisdom and experience with us to keep Keep our community vibrant and into the future. So it's it's just right on task with what the bishops are saying. Absolutely beautiful. You you broke the code. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, Deacon, thanks for being with us today, and we'll look forward to seeing you next month. and And have a, a blessed Advent and a happy Christmas. And we'll see you in the new year. Thank you so much, and the same to all of your listeners. God bless you all. God, God bless, bless you. you. Bye now. And friends, you stay where you are. Going to be back with more. Don't go away. <laughs> 